Good day to all. You probably don't know who I am. Let me introduce myself. Hello, everyone. This is Bianca De Leon, and welcome to the podcast. Let's all free yourselves from negative thoughts, and let's tell Bianca. Before anything else, I would just like to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much to all of my family and friends for your overwhelming support on my first podcast. Oh my goodness, I'm still in cloud nine, and I know I still have a long way to go. I still have a lot of things to improve, but I just really want to take this opportunity to thank all of you for your overwhelming love and welcome, and for your uplifting messages, and for just simply sharing it on your social media account and subscribing and watching. I must say that the first podcast was a huge success, and it's all because of you. Without you, it wouldn't be a success at all. And of course, I promise myself to always do my best and just give you the content you deserve. I just really hope that all of you can support me all the way, and you know, not just on my first podcast, but on my future podcasts as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and I love you all so so much. Anyway, good afternoon, everyone. Your daldalitang host is back again for the second episode of our telling session. Hello, everyone. It's Bianzel here. How's your February going so far? I know it's already February sixth, and it's exactly two twenty-four in the afternoon, and we're already doing a second podcast. Oh my goodness! And since I started the first day of this month by officially resigning. <laughs> I know. I officially resigned, and I can't believe this will be the second time in my life I'll be telling this to myself. Bianzel Jewel De Leon, front office associate, signing off. Why? Why not? But yes, after almost a year of hiatus, I just finally decided to leave and resign because I was the only FOA left in our department who hasn't resigned yet. So I thought, why not make the second podcast about work? And I also noticed that from the first podcast, a lot of you have engaged and relate to the career talk. This will be the perfect timing to talk about this. I mean, let's do this. <laughs> and for your feedbacks that said that my first podcast was long, it's longer than you thought, darling. <laughs> Without the cuts there, and you're gonna hear a lot of my segues and my side stories there. I'm. You- you know, it's your Dalitang host speaking, so expect it will be long. I really do apologize as well if this took a while before I post the second podcast. I really took my time preparing for this, so I don't really want to settle on something that I'm not comfortable talking about. That's why I kept on researching until I finally found the right approach on how I am going to talk about this. As you can read by the title, we're going to be talking about dealing with work stress. However... However, just a reminder that everything you're going to hear in this podcast is based on my understanding, my own point of view, and my personal experiences. It does not reflect the people that I work with or the company that I worked at. We're just simply going to share and engage once again and, you know, have our own self-reflection. And, of course, as usual, I'll let you engage with me as we talk educate listen and learn throughout our discussion so if you're watching or listening to this podcast please do subscribe and click that bell button for notifications again i cannot really promise that i can post once a week but hopefully i can
Okay, so before we start on our topic, we'd just like to inform everyone that everything that I am going to tackle here on the talk part of our telling session is based on a Canadian website that I found on Google. And this one is a lifesaver because they just gave me everything that I wanted to discuss here on this second podcast. So I'm going to be putting the link of the website on the description box just so if you're interested checking out the website all of the information that they gave there was so good and was so on point and also most of the examples that i will be giving here is based on a real life situation that i've encountered as a hotelier so please do not judge me thank you in advance <laughs> moving on to our dealing with work stress topic let's all define what stress means first all right so as per the Canadian website, they define stress as a reaction to a situation, and it is not about the actual situation. I know this can be a little confusing, but thankfully they provided an example. So for example, they gave an actual situation such as public speaking. However, we have person A and person B here. Person A loves public speaking while person B doesn't like public speaking. What's the difference here? How is it a reaction to a situation? If you ask person A to deliver a speech in front of many people, she just loves it. Her initial reaction is, okay, let's do this. However, person B, if you ask person B, you want to do some public speaking? Person B just gets stressed out immediately. It is your initial reaction to a situation because we cannot really tell that Public speaking is, is stressful because we always have person A who loves public speaking. And it's the same thing with different situations. I don't know if that makes sense, but I hope all of you understood. They also define workplace stress here. So as per them, workplace stress can be caused by the combination of high demands in a job and a low amount of control over the situation. But... We're not just talking about a simple workplace stress. The real question here is, what are the things that cause stress at work? We will be moving on to the categories of job stressors. Okay, so for the first category of job stressor that they provided, the first one is the task design. So ano nga ba yung task design? Task design is the work itself. This is what you signed in your contract. This is your job description, your job schedule, your main responsibilities. Any type of job naman is as stressful as it is. But the question here is, how stressful is the task design? Let me give you an example. I am a front office associate. I work in the customer service industry. And number one, what is my main job here? My main job here is to deal with guests. How is stressful it is dealing with guests? Let me just give you a basic form of dealing with guests' stressful life situation. <laughs> deposit. Hashtag hotelier knows. Wala nang ano-ano. <laughs> deposit. Alam na nila yan. But for the knowledge of everyone, since we deal with guests here, we deal with human beings. There are different types of guests when we're dealing with deposit. Number one, ayan yung tatawagin natin na first-timer. <laughs> first timer kasi hindi talaga madalas nila ina-expect na ay may deposit pala pagkatapos naming bayaran yung yung room accommodation mihingin pa kaming deposit so they will ask us a lot of things what's the deposit for etc etc and of course we're going to explain second type of guest 
tatawagin natin silang mga napagbigyan. Ito yung mga nakakaaliw minsan eh. Nagpapaka-feeling regular guest tong mga to. Mga linyahan ng mga to ganito. You know the last time that we checked in, the FOA didn't really ask for a deposit. What? Kung pwede lang naming sabihin na, Well ma'am, I'm sorry, I'm the FOA in charge right now, so you must give the damn deposit. Oh, Siyempre, hindi ko pa naman yung nagagawa. <laughs> hindi ko pa naman yung nagagawa. Pero, yun, ito yung mga akala nila mapagbibigyan sila the second time. But for many reasons kasi, a guest can be weighed for a deposit. Hindi ko na lang may isa-isa yun ngayon because that's not the main topic here. The third type of guest that we encounter, ito yung tatawagin natin mga expert. Mga bihasa, kumbaga, mga experience na alam ng mga galawan ng mga hanash. Pero may pinakanakatawang linyahan dito na kinwento sa akin ng katrabaho ko. Yung nagsabi na, You know what? I've been to a hundred hotels around the world and you're the first one to have ever asked me for a deposit. What? <laughs> Nakakatawa lang kasi napaka-imposible nung sinabi niya. Tapos babuelo pa tong mga to ng ganito eh. I want to speak to the manager. Bring me the manager. Wow! Bring me the manager! Okay, sige po. <laughs> Pero, yes, how stressful is the task design? Kahit nagaano natin kamahal yung trabaho natin, we still react to it as is stressful. That's why, if we're going to move on to the second job stressor, make connection to sa task design. This is what we call the role in the organization. It's connected to the first job stressor because... This is all about your level of responsibility. This is the amount or the weight of your job. Kasi you're not just working your main job, eh. We always go beyond our job description. That is why I'm gonna help you identify your role in the organization. Sabayan nyo ako, ha? sagutin nyo to. What is your position in your organization or in your team? I'm a front office associate. What is your main task? I check in and check out guests, handle guest complaints, reports, endorsements. Third one, the most important of, of it all. What are the other things that you do except for your main responsibility? So I do telephone calls and also reservations. And it's not as easy as you can imagine because aside from telephone calls, we don't just entertain in-house guest calls. We also entertain outside calls. Kumbaga, para kaming FOA slash telephone operator. As well as for reservations. Dapat may alam din kami dyan. And it's not easy and it's stressful because sometimes, hindi ko na din talaga alam how I survive a busy day with all of those check-ins or check-outs. At the same time, I'm doing a telephone calls. Hindi ko talaga alam yun. It's all about multitasking eh. Multitasking is not as easy as it looks. It takes time for you to master multitasking. Hindi mo talaga masasabi na, ah, okay, matagal na ako rito, hindi na ako magkakamali, yakang-yaka ko na to. And also, there's expectation eh. Siyempre, you're not just working, di ba? Yung mga superiors mo, oobserbahan ka ng mga yan. Akala mo lang kinakausap ka nila while you're working, but they're observing you how you do and work under pressure. So, your level of responsibility is really stressful. And how do we deal with this? Just deal with it professionally, you know? Kung ayaw mong ma-pressure or ayaw mong ma-stress out ka, gawin na lang natin ang maayos yung trabaho natin. Kasi ayaw na ayaw ko talaga yun, yung... Nakauwi na ako, tapos makikita ko sa cellphone ko, tumatawag yung DM. just ko, stress na ako nun kasi 
Iisipin ko ano ba yung mga ginawa kong mali, ano ba may kulang ba sa endorsement ko, hindi ko ba nahulog yung remittance, yung mga ganun bagay. Pero kung nagagawa natin ng maayos yung trabaho natin, syempre hindi naman tayo masyadong nai-stress. <laughs> for the third job stressor, eto naman yung magsisimula na for your career development. Career development is all about your overall job satisfaction. Pero ano nga ba yung masasabi nating overall job satisfaction, di ba? Ang nilagay nila ditong examples are promotions, redundancy, career growth. So, iisa-isahin natin yun. First one, fear of redundancy. Ano ba yung mga ginagawa natin sa trabaho natin? Every day, madalas ba tayong tenga na lang, ganyan, or paulit-ulit na lang ba yung mga ginagawa natin sa trabaho natin? For me, as a front office associate, hindi naman kami nauubusan ng gagawin. One thing that I learned in the customer service industry is that you make yourself busy even on the non-busiest day. Madalas, pag hindi naman masyadong busy, gagawa uli ako ng mga panibagong keycard holder kahit nasang damakmak pa yung keycard holder na meron kami. So yun, make yourself busy. The second one is lack of career growth. I think dito na pumapasok din yung promotions. Let's take me as an example na lang. I work in a direct hired company before. And now, I work under agency. So, ano bang pinagkaiba ng mga to? So, dun sa direct hired kasi, sa una, mas malaking opportunity ko dun. It was a huge company. Tapos, I have great benefits, more opportunities. But, the working environment there was not just really meant for me. Okay, let's just put it simply that way. The second one naman, under agency ako, wala akong service charge. And, hinintay ko talagang ma-regular ako, which did not happen because of the pandemic. But the working environment naman is so healthy. And the team that I have is really great. Let's not be practical all the time. It's not all about the management. Eh. It's all about your well-being too. It's the combination of the two, sa totoo lang. Hindi porke mataas yung salary natin, magsisettle na lang tayo for less na pagtyagaan na lang natin to kasi laki ng sweldo ko dito, sayang naman eh. Huwag ganon. Think also of yourself. If you're losing yourself day by day, let go. Okay, so before I move on to the fourth category of job stressor, I would like all of you to engage with me. You know what? I'm so curious about office job workers. I want to include everyone here. Yun nga lang, I cannot really speak for everybody talaga. So please do educate me. What type of job do you have? What kind of stress do you deal with with your type of job? And I want to thank you in advance if you're going to engage with me. And moving on to the fourth category of job stress work it is about your interpersonal relationship at work so for me this is all about your connection and your bonding with your team you know what kind of affiliation do you have in your team and sa isang team kasi hindi lang basta-basta makakatrabaho mo diyan yung ka-level mo lang. We deal with our bosses and superiors as well. Number one is harassment, threats, or violence. They may be referring to sexual harassment, verbal harassment, physical harassment. As for this one, I didn't experience anything naman. For threats and violence, I think they're referring to jobs in which the nature of their job has threats and violence already, such as politicians, military, Lawyers, yon And celebrities, meron din, ba? Celebrities are being bashed. If you have any experiences with this, or if this is too much for you, or it, this is a sensitive topic for you, you, you do not have to engage. 
But if you're ready to share with us your own experience, tell me what happened. Tell me your story. I will not judge you. Only if you're ready to engage with this and share your story. But I am not forcing you to engage with me because I know this could be too much for somebody to share. So moving on to the second example that they provided is discrimination and prejudice. Because this is in terms of having bias naman at work. Yung unang pumasok talaga sa isip ko is I was being compared to my colleague. They were very transparent to me as well when it comes to this. Hindi naman yun maiiwasan kasi may kasabayan ka, kaya talagang makukumpara ka. You just have to do your best. However, I didn't really deal with it smoothly. Kumbaga, I just get stressed out and pressured myself ng mga panang yun because I was just a newbie then. So the third one will be lack of trust. Pinaka-naalala ko talaga dito was when that time that my superior walked out on me. Okay, so here's the story. Back then, I really hated AM shift. I was a newbie and I hated AM shift because it's between checkout and check-in. Ngarag talaga ako every time. But at that time, I was like, okay, Bea, let's do our best today because, you know, I have so many lapses. I get scolded most of the time. So, itama natin mga pagkakamali natin. Until my superior came in and I was like, obserbahan tayo neto for sure. And mga panahong yon, mabagal talaga ako. But, kahit papaano naman, nasusurvive ko siya isa-isa. Akala ko ng mga panahong yon, my superior will trust me enough to finish all these tasks no matter how slow I was. But siguro hindi na rin siya nakatiis. My superior told me, ako na nga ang bagal mo. And I step aside, of course. I mean, my superior wants to take over and mabagal naman talaga ako. Especially if you're making eye contact with the guests. Wala kang choice kundi i-assist sila. Akala ko ng mga panahong yon, my superior will trust me enough with our teamwork. Kumbaga, my superior will let me assist on whatever it is that we're doing. And then a foreign guest came in and I've already assisted that guest. So, I know magpa-follow up lang yon. Nag-uusap sila nung superior ko. So, I don't wanna butt in, actually, and be rude. Kaya, I waited for the right timing. And when I got it, sabi ko dun sa superior ko, ito na po yung keycard niya at saka yung deposit niya. Pero nagulat na lang ako kasi nagalit sa akin yung superior ko. And I ko, dyan na pala, bakit hindi mo sinasabi sa akin, pinapahiya mo pa ako. Mga panahong yon, oh my goodness, what did I do? Parang hindi ko alam kung ano nangyari. I was so confused. But that's what happened. Mahirap talaga if your team doesn't trust you enough that you could help them. Okay lang yan, Bea. Bawi ka na lang next time. Ganun. But that didn't happen to me ng mga panahong yon. Kaya I was so shook. That's how lack of trust can affect your work. Let's move on to the fifth job stressor, which is the management style. Okay, management style. Management style for me is all about the house. How does your management discipline you? How does your management deal with your mistakes and vice versa? How does your management help you with the things that you're struggling? Consider dito yung lack of support and poor communication. At that time as well, I was informed na ang isa sa mga naging problema sa akin ay ang pagiging palasagot ko. I always reason out with things. One of my mistakes is not telling what I truly feel. Kasi madalas na-intimidate talaga ako. Kasi alam mo yun, newbie ka. You know, I'm a fresh off the boat graduate student na na-hire as a front office associate. So, na-intimidate talaga ako, not just with the task, but also with my colleagues. Kasi nga, I was being compared to, ganyan. And 
hindi ko talaga sinasabi yung nararamdaman ko na na-stress na po kasi ako sa inyo, yung mga ganon. <laughs> <laughs> hindi ko yan sinabi kasi nga ayaw ko nang ma-issue na pala sagot or nag-reason out. It takes two to tango, guys. How would we know if we're, we won't be telling anything to our colleagues? Second is lack of perceived fairness. Pagiging bias, pagkakaroon ng bias. Being compared to is not easy as you think it is. Imagine nyo, kinukumpara kayo sa kaibigan nyo, bakit mas magaling si ganito kaysa sa'yo? Bakit top one si ganito kaysa sa'yo? Lastly is little recognition for good performance. You know what? I love it whenever somebody acknowledge the things that I've done. So, nung mga panahon yun, ang unang naging issue talaga sa akin na pinapaulit-ulit sa akin ng mga superior ko, reports. Kasi yung tipong 3pm kami dapat mag-out, umaabot ako ng 5pm, reports lang yun. Hirap na hirap akong balansin yung reports ko. I made sure ng mga panahon yun na, okay, dapat hindi na ako laging late makapag-out, pero tama pa rin yung reports ko. We had our first departmental meeting. And I know that I was gonna be on the hot seat. Binabanggit na nang binabanggit ng superior ko yung <laughs> yung mga pagkakamali ko. While I was waiting for my superior to tell me or to acknowledge my reports, hindi niya yun nabanggit. So, dahil makatayang dila ko, sabi ko sa kanya, nag-improve po ako dito, mabilis na po akong gumawa mag-reports, ganyan. Tapos alam nyo, tanan-tanda ko pa yung sinabi niya sa akin. Na- nakakasad talaga. <laughs> Sabi niya sa akin, reports? Anin ko yung reports mo? Kailangan kita sa operations. <music> Grabe. Gusto ko lamunin na ako ng lupa ng mga panahon. <laughs> Bakit ba kasi napakadaldal mo ba? Hindi man pala importante reports. Ano ba? Iba naman talaga yung nagagawa when somebody notice your improvements or your achievements who doesn't like to get acknowledged by their achievements, diba? Nasod lang ako talaga ng mga panahong yun na hindi na-acknowledge yung reports ko. But it's all in the past. Let's all move on to the sixth category of job stressor. <laughs> Ito naman yung work-life balance. Iba talaga yung nakukuwang stress sa work versus stress sa ka-work. And I'm telling you, every time I go home from work, I get irritated easily. Talagang konting kahul lang ng aso ko. Naku, nanggigigil na ako kaagad. I didn't have any time with my family. Siguro yung mga panahong day off ko, kami nung kaibigan ko yung naglalabasan lang ng sama ng loob pagdating sa trabaho. I was so young and emotional. <laughs> Kaya hindi ko rin masyadong nabalanse yung trabaho ko at saka yung buhay ko ng mga panahong yun. May paminsan-minsan umiinom kami ng mga katrabaho ko, pero paminsan-minsan lang talaga yun. Like once in a blue moon lang siya. But anyway, that's all the job stressors that they provided there. If we're gonna talk about this in general, how do we really deal with these stress? We have different types of job and we have different coping mechanism. That's the only thing that I understood here. I didn't really handle it well. If there's one thing that I did para ma-lift up ko yung sarili ko was I distracted myself. Number one distraction ko ng mga panahong yun, BTS. They are my number one stress reliever. Naalala ko nung mga panahong yun since I was so stressed out. Tapos, na-release yung love yourself fear. Just me, parang nila akong kinakausap sa mga kanta nila. Especially Paradise and Magic Shop. Kasi ang Paradise para siyang ano eh, all about rushing in life. Tapos yung Magic Shop naman, ayan yung parang kinocomfort ka nila na whatever happens to you, ano man yung kinakaharap mo, merong Magic Shop and we'll welcome you there. 
their lyrics are really comforting. And this is how they helped me. The second distraction that I had was Brother Bo Sanchez. Back in 2018, ala, stress na stress si ate, girl. <laughs> Ang dami niyang mga shared posts na about sa stress, about work, about... Ang dami ko mga shared videos ni Brother Bo Sanchez. Bukod sa BTS, nakikinig lang ako ng full tank. 2018 talaga, it was a roller coaster ride for me. That was my first taste of the real world. Their music and their voice just makes me feel like somebody appreciates me kahit papaano. So that's how that's how I dealt with it. Ganun na lang. I just accepted everything and distracted myself on other things such as this. Looking back made me realize that I have to teach myself three things. Number one is to not be too hard on myself. Alam mo yun, hindi ko alam how will I handle my emotions. Parang, I just beat myself up. Kasi yun din naman yung pinaparamdam sa akin. Parang ganun. But I didn't really lift myself up in a way na makakapag-improve ako ng maayos. Second is, to not dwell on my mistakes. Yun yung gusto ko matutunan. Because, ang hirap, when you always dwell on your mistakes, you slowly lose your focus. You slowly lose your purpose. The more I try to do my best, the more mistakes I commit. And the third one is to be patient. What I really wanted to experience is to be a mentor. And now that I've experienced not being appreciated with my slow progress, I wanted to teach myself to be more patient. Because slow progress is still a progress, eh, diba? And There was this one post that I read on Facebook before, na sobrang tumatak sa akin. When somebody asks you, even if it is the most stupid question for you, just answer them. Because the people who ask you this don't really know the answer. And they are hoping you could help them. If you can add another thing that you teach yourself, please do. Para magkaroon din naman ako ng idea and that you could share it to everybody as well watching this podcast. So for everyone, what have you understood in our discussion? For sure, you had your own self-reflection on how did you deal with your stress at work. There's someone out there who I can choose as my worst enemy. That's myself. Because, to be honest, I started blaming everyone. I have to admit, I have to admit, I blamed my colleagues, I blamed my family, I blamed, I even blamed my dog, my <laughs> poor dog, <laughs> why I was so stressed out at work. Started questioning my capabilities too. Bakit kasi ang tanga mo? Bakit kasi ang hindi ka magaling? Bakit kasi hindi mo ginalingan? Yung mga ganong bagay. Because of that, it affected my mindset towards work. However, this one, it's in a good and bad way naman. In a bad way because when I was given a chance to be an FOA once again, I started hesitating towards work that even though I know what I was doing, I feel like I have to tell every detail that I do to my duty manager. Kasi there was a point in my FOA life na hindi ko na talaga alam kung saan ako lulugar. Kasi so, parang pag wala akong ginawa, wala akong initiative. Pero pag may ginawa naman ako, pala decision naman ako. So, hindi ko na talaga alam kung saan ako lulugar no mga panahong 'yon. But on the good side naman, I corrected my mistakes. You know, marerealize din naman talaga natin no matter how we blame everyone and ourselves. Marerealize talaga natin na may lapses din tayo. Okay, so we're finally down on our learnings. This is the last part of our telling session. There's two things that I learned here. Number one is 
somebody out there will want you and know your worth. Always remember that. Because just to give you a backstory, when I was hired as a front office associate, I was already hired as a content writer. Nasabihan ako before na baka hindi ako para sa FO, baka para ako sa FNB. So, I was challenged by that. So, I chose FO. Kinailangan kong hintayin yung may-ari nung kumpanya na nag-hire sa akin as a content writer. So, I have to politely decline because he was so nice to me. He was trying to persuade me to be part of our company na siya yung piliin ko. And he even told me the reason why he hired me is because I was so confident when I speak. And that's what he needs. And you know what? Hindi ko lang kung utu-utulan talaga ako ng mga panahong yun, pero paniwalang-paniwala niya ako na muntik-muntikan ko na talagang matanggap yung trabaho ng mga panahong yun. Yeah, you will always have a position in my company. That's what I learned, that somebody out there will want you for your potential, for your skills, for your talent. Don't settle anything for less. So, if this is the sign you're waiting for to pass that resignation letter, do it. Uy, magre-resign na yan! <laughs> but not to be a bad influence, ha? Analyze pa rin naman kung ano yung mga bagay-bagay na mawawala sa inyo pagka nag-resign kayo. Noong mga panahong yun kasi, I decided to resign because I was already losing myself. I was losing my confidence and my trust in myself, my belief in myself. So sabi ko, I don't want to lose more. The second learning that I have for you is this. The message that he gave me for, for my 21st birthday, ang sabi niya ron, always remember that the people you encounter in your life is either a blessing or a learning. My first team was my learning. Either bad or good experiences na naranasan ko sa kanila, they were my stepping stone. And I am thankful. Without them, who would hire me as a front office associate? They will always be my learning. And I remember yung binanggit ni Brother Bo Sanchez sa isa sa mga message niya sa full tank. If you're in a community and the people in the community don't like you or giving you a hard time, move on to another town. Because maybe these people are not the people that God is sending you to. And that's just hit me. That's actually one of the reasons why I resigned also. Move on to another town. There are a lot of towns out there. Why are you gonna settle for anything less, diba? And if there's someone out there who I can consider as a blessing in my FOA journey, that would be my second team. I've learned a lot of things. They're the reason why I have proven myself to be effective as an FOA. You just have to be in the right people for you to be effective on something that you do, for you to be happy, for you to be contented. Kakasabi ko lang na ito sa kanila nitong Feb 1. <laughs> Sabi ko, alam mo yun naman, sir, kayo ang aking enlightenment. And jokes aside, even on the busiest day, and this stressful day, nagagawa pa rin naming magtawanan, ganyan, that I would just sit down in the corner and look at them na, wow, sobrang na-appreciate ko tong mga taong to, kasi because of them, I have proven myself as an FOA. So far naman, na-realize ko yung mga decision ko in my 20s were good. No regrets, kumbaga. No regrets na nag-resign ako. No regrets na pinili ko uling maging FOA. Because I am what I am now because of those experiences. At 
tandaan natin, we just have to be with the right people. So, are we done? We're done. Oh my goodness. We are done with the second podcast, everyone. Just like that. Wow. I just really love how we always end our podcast with a learning. I remember the first podcast, we ended it up with appreciating yourself. And now it just feels such an accomplishment for me that I was able to share with you my learnings and you sharing your learnings with me. That's why I just really hope that this podcast became an eye-opener to anyone who is watching this and help you realize things and release that stress out of your heart and mind at work at the moment because this is your chance to vent out everything you've been experiencing at work recently. I will not judge you, so please do engage with me. And if you like our second podcast, please do give it a thumbs up, leave a comment because engagement is the key here, guys. Share your thoughts and hit me up with your suggestions. I will take it in consideration and prepare for it. Also, if you haven't watched our first podcast, you are missing something in your life at the moment. We've talked about being in our 20s. So if you haven't watched it, I will put the link up here and hope you can take your time to watch and listen to the first podcast. For more update and content, you can follow me on my Instagram and TikTok account at Lion. Again, we do have our small business called Dyson Stitches. So if you have time, please do visit and take a look on our handcrafted tie-dye tees. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Shopee at DNS by RB. So please do check it out. Don't forget to subscribe and click that bell button for you to be notified on our next podcast. Once again, this has been your host, Pianzel de Leon. Have a blessed day, everyone. See you on the next podcast. Thank you.